Take a breath, smile, and say right here, right now, I'm okay because the cross was enough. And like a hero who takes the stage when we're on the edge of our seats, saying it's too late, let me introduce you to grace, grace, God's grace. No matter the faults, no matter the bruises, no matter the scars, still the truth is the cross has made, the cross has made you flawless. No matter the hurt or how deep the wound is, no matter the pain, still the truth is the cross has made, the cross No matter the bruises, no matter the scars, still the truth is the cross has made, the cross has made you flawless. On a hill for sinners, his body broken. A king forsaken as he hung on that cross. The veil in pieces, the temple shaken. They mourned the Savior, but it wasn't for long. Oh, he lives, he's risen from the grave. Victorious, our Savior. Silence, it wasn't over. Oh, our Redeemer is getting ready to rise. And on that morning, they came to find him. The tomb was empty, his fears alive. The tomb was empty, his fears alive. Jesus Christ crucified, through His death there is life, by the blood of the Lamb we have been forgiven, our debt has been paid, there is grace 
feel it. Somebody testify. You believe it. You receive it. You can feel it. Somebody testify. If you believe it. If you receive it. If you can feel it. Somebody testify. You got pain. He's a pain taker. If you feel lost, he's a way maker. If you need freedom or saving, he's a prison shaking savior. You got chains. He's a chain breaker. If you need freedom, With the rising of the sun each morning, we remember how you rose to the call. And with every sunset, in every evening, we remember the beauty of your sacrifice. We remember what you stood for, and we will not forget what it cost. To the families, friends, and fellow service members of the heroes we've lost, we remember. In the peaceful days, in the quiet nights, in the moments of joy and laughter, in the seasons of celebration, we remember that it did not come without a price. Because of you, we can walk in liberty. Because of you, the flag is still there. Because of you, this is the land of the free and the home of the brave. On this day, we remember the price you paid to pledge your allegiance. So today, tomorrow, and for the rest of our lives, we remember. Memorial Day weekend. Um, for a long time, Memorial Day just was another Veterans Day for me. It was like, 
okay, this is another opportunity for us to appreciate our veterans. Memorial Day is not Veterans Day. Um, it's not Flag Day. It, it's, it's, it's its own day. It's a day when we remember those who have given their lives in battle that we might have the freedoms that we enjoy. So it's a very specific group that we honor today, a very specific group of families that we hold up in our prayers today, because the families who have lost loved ones in foreign battle, uh, who have lost those who uh, took up arms to provide for us the liberties that we have come to enjoy, they never are able to get away from the fact that they lost their loved one in such a specific way. Um, Lord, be with them. And Lord, help us to understand that as we are called to remember those who have given their lives for our freedom, that it is no small thing that they have done. The Bible says, greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. Uh, many of you here in this room served in the military and distinguished yourself with your service. Many of you are retirees. Others of us are veterans who just served a, a brief time. But this group that marched off from home never to return, they are to be held in high esteem because they gave their all. Some of us gave, but they gave their all and laid down their lives that we might be able to gather like this here today, that we might be able to go to the voting booth. I, it's no small thing to go and cast your vote. And Lord, help me to never be that person who is standing in a long line because sometimes some elections, the lines are long. Help me not to be that person who complains that I have to stand there so long to be able to cast my vote. Please understand what people have given to give us that opportunity, to give us this democracy. So I remember today that freedom always has a cost, don't you? Someone said, I had a free lunch the other day. It was free to you, but somebody paid for it, you know? And even if your friend didn't pick up the ticket, the owner of that restaurant incurred some sacrifice, some cost for you to be able to have that meal. There's no such thing as a free lunch. Um, freedom costs something. And I remember that today, that someone has given to give me the opportunities that I have come to take for granted sometimes. I remember today that Jesus gave himself on the cross, and if he had not given himself on the cross, all of my religious observances would mean nothing and would do nothing to secure my salvation. Jesus died and shed his blood that our sin, though like scarlet, may be washed white as snow. Is that not amazing stuff? That God has forgiven us through his son Jesus who gave his life on the cross for our salvation. Are you a serious follower? Are you not taking for granted the love that God has for you and the sacrifice that was made for you? I remember today that someone somewhere is acting in my behalf even when I'm not aware of their sacrifice and their love in the moment. I was sharing with uh, our church staff this morning when we gathered for early prayer. I said, it's taken me a long time to get to this place, but I said, I have gotten to the place that I understand a little bit about the sacrifices that my mom and dad made through the years for for our family. 
Um, I never, you know, when I was growing up, I, I never worried about the electric bill being paid. Uh, I didn't worry about dinner being on the table. I, I didn't worry about uh, having a warm house in the wintertime. Now, back when I grew up, a cool house in the summertime was open the windows and turn on the fan, okay? Air conditioning came later. <laughs> um, but I took all of that for granted. How many of y'all took that for granted as kids, right? And then it took me a long time to understand. I, I graduated from high school. I went to Warner Southern College, and I went there in 1972, the college was born in 1968, and so it was in its infancy. It was, it was a, young, a young toddler, if you will, in the years that I went there, and it took me a long time to understand that the people who went there to teach and to administer higher education at Warner Southern College, they were there at great sacrifice. They could have taught somewhere else and probably more than doubled their paychecks, but they came there. Because they had a vision. They, they had an, a picture in their minds of what it meant to educate the future pastors and youth leaders and worship leaders that would serve in churches like this around the country, maybe around the world in the church of God. And they understood that, that though they were making less than they could make elsewhere, they were a part of something that was eternal. Sacrifices were made to give us the opportunities we had in those days at Warner. I owe so much to so many. It's true what that man wrote one time, long, long time ago. No man is an island unto himself. None of us got to where we are all on our own. If you know that, say amen. We stand on the shoulders of those who have gone before, the ones we have known in our lifetime and the ones who went on to their eternal reward before our earthly existence. We owe so much to so many. I was sharing this morning with, with our staff. I said, I, when I was 12 years old, or when I turned 13, all of us, my nana, who was mom's mom, when we turned 13, she gave us a Bible. A red leather cover, red letter King James Bible. And we all got one when we were 13. And then later, we all received this big Jerry Falwell, Thomas Road Baptist Bible. With Jerry Falwell's comments and notations in, in the margins. I didn't know this until long after my Nana had passed away. One day I'm talking to mom. I said, you know, I've got this big Bible that was sent to me, and it was sent uh, in Nana's behalf. What is, what is that about? She said, your Nana gave sacrificially to the ministry of Thomas Road Baptist Church in Lynchburg and to the beginnings of Liberty University. And y'all listen, my Nana for a long time supported her family on her social security earnings, have a hot lunch every weekday for her grown children to come and have dinner together. She couldn't afford that. 
but she couldn't afford not to do it because she wanted those kids in adulthood to still put their feet under her table. She sacrificed a lot that I didn't understand back in those days. And my prayer is that you and I would be people who are making sacrifices not only for the people who live in this moment, but for the generations to come, and that somewhere down the line, someone will be able to gather around the memory of us and know that we lived more than for selfish pursuit. How do I remember? I say I remember these things. Well, for one, I'm going to remember with a prayer. I'm, I'm going to thank the Lord for these people who are a part of that procession, that parade of people who have had um, an impact on my life. Some of them I'm aware of. Some of them I will not even know about until I get to heaven and am able to see all of the different things that were a part of the puzzle that made up the opportunities that have come my way. I'll remember with a tangible gift from time to time. From time to time, and now it's so much easier, I'll pull out my iPhone and I'll go to Warner University. It was Warner Southern College when I went there, but I'll go to Warner University and I'll make a contribution to their, to their ministry because they're still educating young people to be servants in this world in the name of Christ. And so I'll send a gift. It's a way for me to remember and sometimes it'll be token, and, and other times it'll be more sacrificial. And nobody knows except for the people who work in that particular office that the gift was made. I'll get, I'll get a receipt back. The students will not know that I made that contribution, but I know. I know that it's a way for me to say thank you. When I go to cast my vote, it's a way for me to say thank you for the sacrifice you made. Give us this and the opportunity we have to cast our vote. Before you know it, we'll be voting in a general election again. Lord, guide us and help us to make those choices prayerfully and help us to make them carefully, but help us to make them thankfully. Because if it were not for the blood of patriots, we would not have that opportunity. And then from time to time, I'll remember with a handwritten note, I remember some... A couple years ago, I sat down and I wrote my very first youth pastor a thank you note. And I told some of you a couple of weeks ago, he, he accidentally called me. I don't think it was an accident. I think the Lord orchestrated it. And I said, Brother Stan, I just want to thank you for the way you poured your life into our lives as teenagers who were coming to Christ. And sometimes it's making a phone call or writing a note that is expressing gratitude for the sacrifice that was made. And I, I just, I know this is old-fashioned, but i got to say it. Sometimes it needs to be a handwritten note and not a text. Sometimes it needs to be a handwritten note and not a voicemail. And I get it, I get it. I do texting and all that, and, and some of y'all get aggravated with me because you'll write me a text that looks like this, and I'll send back a thumbs up. I'm not, I'm not saying I don't have time for you. I'm saying just words can't say how much I'm feeling at that moment. I'll just, you know. And if I, oh, if I'm really moved, I'll put a heart out beside of that thumb. 
And if I'm really invested, I'll put the praying hands emoji beside of that. I mean, that, that's fun communication, but there's something about when we got a handwritten note from Rachel the other day for the graduation gift that we gave her, that she sat down, it's, it's written in her handwriting. And promise you, I promise you, the older you get, the more you will appreciate that. I've got a brass bookmarker in my office that, is, that has an inscription that Becky took off of the bottom of the last Christmas card my mom sent us. Hope you have a glorious Christmas. Love, Mom and Dad. It's her handwriting inscribed on that brass bookmark. I've got another brass bookmark that's got Emma saying, love you, Pat Paul, and the way she scribbles that. Those are treasures. And one of the ways that we can express our gratitude for the sacrifices people have made is to take a minute to do the personal thing that helps us be able to communicate to one another, I thank God for you. Hey, y'all, I thank God for you. I really do. I pray for you all the time. I ask God to pour out his blessings in your life. I thank God for the sacrifices you make from day to day, from week to week, from month to month, to give people the opportunity to know about Jesus. I mean, there are thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars that go out of this place every year that others might have the opportunity to learn about the love and the message of the gospel. And that wouldn't happen if it weren't for the sacrifices you're making. Maybe we could even be more sacrificial as we move forward because I believe time is, is becoming short until that trumpet sounds. We can remember by visiting the graves of heroes. There's something very sobering about going into those places where our fallen heroes Bodies have been laid to rest. And I'll never forget, years ago, it's probably been five, six years ago, Terry Griffin, I preached a message about take an opportunity tomorrow on Memorial Day to go and put a flag on a fallen hero's grave. And Terry Griffin called me on Monday morning of that Memorial Day and said, hey, I was just wondering, you want to go to the cemetery with me as I put a flag on my dad's grave? I said, Absolutely. I'm telling you, there's something sobering about pulling off the busy road and going into a cemetery and remembering that there are people, real people, who have real families who have laid down their lives. I, I love the memes that, that you all put, put up that say, remember, this is not just about a three-day weekend and a barbecue. This is about lives that have been given for us. And then when I go to Arlington, my mom and my baby brother are buried there, and I go to Arlington, and I see a caisson. I see that horse-drawn wagon taking the casket, the flag-draped casket of a war hero to his or her final resting place. You can't help but be moved and understand how much we owe to those who have made such sacrifices. So visiting the grave of a hero is a way that I can remember. So many ways. A prayer, a note, a contribution, a visit. 
a listening ear. And today, we come to the foot of the cross, and with communion, we remember that Jesus became sin for us, that we might become righteous in the sight of God. He said, this bread represents my body that is broken for you. Whenever you eat it, do it in remembrance of me. He said, this cup that contains the fruit of the vine, it represents my blood that is shed for the forgiveness of your sins. Notice that very specific notation. That is shed for the remission or the forgiveness of your sins. In other words, there's no other salvation but the blood of Jesus. There's no other sacrifice that could secure us for all eternity except for the blood of Jesus. As a matter of fact, in Scripture it says, you are bought with a price. You are not your own. In other words, we didn't get to this place of being a Christian by our own good works. Thank God for the good works that follow our coming to Jesus. They're important in this world. But we all came to this saved position, this justified position. We all came the same way. Through heartfelt repentance and confession. Lord, I can't believe how long I've run from you. And now, Lord, I'm running to you. Forgive me for my sin. Please, Lord, move into my life. Take over my heart. Transform my mind. Renew me. Make me into that new creation that lives in the fellowship of the Almighty and that lives for something more than worldly fame or worldly gain. The body and the blood. Jesus said, whenever you eat this bread, and whenever you drink this cup, remember what he said? Do it in remembrance of me. Don't, don't just do it. Don't just do it as a religious ritual. When you do it, remember. Remember how much I love you. Remember how much I want to be in eternal fellowship with you. Remember that I want to give you life and I want to give it to you abundantly. Remember that heaven waits for you. I didn't appreciate everything mom and dad did for us growing up until I started taking care of my family. And I don't think I'll completely understand how much Jesus has done for me until I walk onto those streets of gold. But what a day that will be when his face I shall see, when he takes me by the hand and leads me through the promised land. What a day. What a glorious day that will be. Today I remember what he has done, and I remember what will be as I take this bread and I receive this juice. Communion. 
one in the spirit with Jesus. Slowing down, being thankful. Not a hurried moment. Thank you for your body, Jesus. Thank you for your blood, Jesus. I understand while heaven is a free gift to me, it's not free. You gave yourself. Thank you, Lord. to see more of who you are. May what I behold still my anxious heart. Take what I have known and break it all apart. You I am convinced that you are 